Improvement Bill here. My close friends and family have always told me that I thought about things differently. So today I want to share with you 10 of my most unique ideas that I've either come across or that I've personally come up with. These are all ideas that have had a drastic impact on my life and I hope that some of them leave an impact on yours as well. With that being said, let's begin. Idea number one, you can max out Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law states that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion, which basically means the amount of time you think you have to complete something is how long it will take you to complete that thing. So if you have a project due in three months, you'll probably end up taking three months to finish it. Well, it's more like you'll do almost nothing for two and a half months and then cram it all in during the last couple of weeks. The same thing can be applied to all your dreams and ambitions in life, to all the things on your bucket list. If you think you have decades and decades to live, then chances are it will take you decades before you start taking action to truly chase after these dreams. Luckily for me, I figured out a way to hack Parkinson's law. See, I've always been a pretty paranoid person to the point where every time I go on a plane, I vividly imagine it crashing. And every time I say goodbye to my friends and family to head off to my next adventure, I will always say something along the lines of, hey, if this is the last time I see you, just remember that I always treasured our relationship. Now, some of you might be thinking that this is a bad thing for someone to be this negative all the time, but I don't feel that way. The fact that I will die does not make me cower in a corner somewhere. I understand that it's unavoidable, which makes me want to experience as much of the world as possible before my time is up. And because I feel like I don't have much time left, it causes me to take action every single day. That's how you max out Parkinson's law. Idea number two, everything is a gamble. I remember when I first dropped out of college, my friends and family said, what are you doing? You're taking such a huge risk. But what they fail to realize is that everything has risk. Staying in college is just as much of a gamble as dropping out. And when I think about it, it's actually the riskier bet. See, I was betting four years of my life and what would have been $60,000 to pay for the housing and tuition. If the bet worked out, I would have a job that paid around $60,000, which is only really like $45,000 after taxes. Now, assuming I spent as little as possible and saved every penny I could, I would probably be able to save $20,000 a year, which meant an additional three years to pay off my debt. So in reality, I'm actually betting seven years of my life for a job that might eventually pay me $80,000 in the future if I work hard enough and rise through the ranks of the company. And remember, this bet isn't even guaranteed. There was a chance that I didn't get hired that fast, a chance that the economy experienced some sort of recession or any number of things. And if I did not manage to get a decent high-paying job right out of college, I would have been left with a debt that would have shackled me like a slave for close to a decade. On the other hand, if I dropped out to start a business, it would have only cost me a couple hundred bucks and three months of time before I would have been able to start making money. And if the bet worked out, I had the potential to make just as much money as a normal job with the possibility that I could make significantly more. And if the bet didn't work out, I would have lost close to nothing. I would not be in debt and I would have the ability to try again. In fact, I could have started 10 different businesses in the same amount of time someone takes to finish one degree which drastically increases my chances of one of them being a success. I would have also had the option to pivot to a trade school, which only requires two years of time and much less money. Now that I've laid all of this out on the table, all of a sudden, taking the safe route doesn't seem that safe anymore, does it? Just remember, you are always gambling, no matter what choice you're making. So make sure to take some time and look at what you're actually betting on. Look at all the pros and cons. Only then will you start winning more. Idea number three, buff yourself with rituals. 
Have you ever played a video game where you can buff yourself, where you can make your character move faster or hit stronger all by chanting a spell or consuming a special object? Well, the same thing can be done in real life with rituals. See, the week before every New Year's, I will try to do 100 free coaching calls. And then on New Year's Eve, I will fast for the entire day and spend the large majority of my free time thinking about what I want to do the next year. This is a ritual that I made up and one that I've been sticking to for the past three years. And the reason I do this is because I believe it helps me end the year on a good note. And I believe that it cleanses my mind so I can figure out exactly what I should focus on for the next year. When you create a ritual that you believe in and stick to it, you're essentially casting a spell on yourself, a spell that can get you into a certain state of mind. Think of it as a tool you can use to prepare yourself for something important. That's why so many famous athletes have rituals of their own that they do before their game starts. They want that extra speed, that extra confidence, that extra whatever they believe their ritual blesses them with so that they can gain that extra edge and win. Come up with your own ritual and use it to power yourself up before battle. Idea number four, we're all actors. I find it very interesting when people say just be yourself because who are we really? If you think about it, the person you are now is probably very different from the person you were 10 years ago. And to take it even further, we don't usually act the same way around different groups of people, right? Do you speak to your parents the same way you speak to your best friend or the way you speak to your significant other? Probably not. And that's because we are actors. We play different roles depending on which movie set that we're on. The current version of you is just a role that you've been playing for a while. And the truth of the matter is you could change it up if you so desired. All you would have to do is go on to a different movie set, which basically means go somewhere new, somewhere outside of your comfort zone where there are no expectations from the environment for the old you. And more importantly, where there's no one around you speaking to you as if you were the old character that you used to play. The reason it's hard to grow as a person when you're with people that have known you for a long time is because this new character that you're trying to play just doesn't make sense to them. Right. If you were watching Titanic and all of a sudden Leonardo DiCaprio playing Jack started acting like Leonardo DiCaprio from Wolf of Wall Street, of course, people would resist and respond negatively. So if you want to grow as a person and discover who you really are, go to completely different movie sets and experiment with different versions of yourself. Once you do, you'll start to realize which personality traits you truly enjoy. And then you can create a version of yourself that you're proud of. And once you get comfortable playing this version, you can return to your old environment as the new and improved you. Idea number five, lower the bar. Oftentimes, we'll get overly excited and raise the bar too high. We'll tell ourselves that we're going to build all these new habits and do all these great things starting tomorrow. And we both know how that tends to play out. I believe it's a better strategy to lower the bar to the point where you're basically just aiming to show up to do your work. And the reason this is a good idea is because you'll have an easier time fighting procrastination when the task seems easy. You see, procrastination is mostly an emotional thing. When our work seems too big and scary, we tend to turn to something more pleasant, like playing on our phone. You can avoid all of this by setting the bar so ridiculously low that barely any negative emotions can even occur. Just take a second and think about opening up your laptop and writing just one sentence. Now compare that to the idea of writing an entire three-page paper. There's a huge difference, right? When you lower the bar and stick to it, you will also experience a boost in confidence as you'll start to believe that you are someone who can get things done. And this will make it easier for you to overcome procrastination for bigger tasks down the line. The point is, if you're just starting out, don't go so hard on yourself, lower the bar, and just focus on showing up. 
Hope you guys enjoy the five ideas I presented in today's video. Let me know which one stood out to you, which ones you agree with or disagree with in the comments down below. I'll be going over the other five in a future video, so make sure you hit that bell icon and stay tuned. This episode was brought to you with the help of the guys over at Audible. I've been an avid user of Audible for many years because it allows me to learn valuable life-changing things while I'm busy doing other things like washing the dishes or commuting around town. Audible is now giving members even more with the all-new Plus catalog. All members will have access to thousands of select audiobooks, podcasts, Audible originals, guided fitness and meditation programs, and much, much more. Go to www.audible.com forward slash improvement pill or text improvement pill to 500-500 to get one free audiobook, a 30-day free trial, and explore the Plus catalog today. Recently, I've been listening to The Fourth Turning by Neil Howe and William Strauss. It is a very interesting book that claims to be able to predict the future by looking at the generational cycles of us humans in history. It's crazy how accurate it's been so far, and it's definitely something that will open your eyes to how the world works. So I highly recommend it. Besides that, guys, stay tuned.